Welcome to SIFMA's podcast on our Economic Advisory Roundtable's end-year Economic Outlook and Rates Forecast. The roundtable is composed of chief U.S. economists from 22 member firms. In this episode, Brett Ryan, senior U.S. economist for Deutsche Bank Securities and chairman of SIFMA's 2017 Economic Advisory Roundtable, discusses the roundtable's U.S. 2017 year-end economic outlook. So yeah, in terms of this year's survey, uh, the latest survey, not surprisingly, uh, people see uh, the economy uh, getting stronger, and that's uh, the consequence of back-to-back quarters of three percent plus growth. Uh, and this quarter, the current quarter, looks to be decent as well, growing well above trend, uh, at least two and a half percent from what we know of data thus far. So, um, you know, on an annual basis, uh, survey respondents have uh, penciled in. 2.3 for growth overall in 2017 and 2.5 for 2018. So they see continued uh, above trend growth next year. Uh, given that, uh, employment is expected to continue to improve uh, with the unemployment rate falling to 4% next year. Uh, that would certainly be the lowest in a long time, uh, in a couple of decades actually. It's hard to imagine where we, that we've... We're at this point, given where uh, you know eight years ago the unemployment rate uh, hit 10%, so there's been certainly quite a lot of progress uh, over the last several years. Um, for the Fed, and given that strong growth outlook, I'm sure people are getting more confident in the Fed's uh, continuing along its gradual hiking path. Um, most people expect a, the pretty much its pr- a 25 basis point hike is priced in. Uh, for December well, next week, uh, we'll get that from the Fed on on Wednesday, and um, people are probably expecting two to three hikes next year. I think 80% of respondents expected two to three hikes next year, uh, with a few expecting four hikes, and that's we would put ourselves in the four hike camp actually, uh, given what we know from the likelihood of some sort of fiscal package uh, coming through in terms of tax reform, um, you know, barring any government shutdowns or any other issues. Uh, and you know, in that, given that backdrop and better global growth, inflation should start to pick up as well, and that should drive uh, interest rates higher in terms of the long end. Uh, but respondents expect 10-year Treasury note to hit about 2.45% uh, by the end of this year. We're about 2.35 right now. Uh, and then heading to 2.8% uh, by this time next year. Um, and really, that's, inflation is going to be one of the key factors uh, in terms of how fast and the pace the Fed is going to hike next year. Uh, in our view, um, you will, what you're, what's going to happen is you're going to annualize some of the one-off factors uh, that have weighed on core inflation uh, this year, uh, beginning in the second quarter of next year. So that's what's going to cause the year-over-year growth rate of the core PCE deflator, which is the Fed's preferred inflation metric uh, to pick up around the uh, second quarter of next year. Um, in terms of policy uh, and government policy, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of question marks here uh, about the new about the tax plan. Uh, most respondents, 80%, were kind of split between. Uh, no impact or a slight positive impact to growth, and and we would agree with that. Um, you know, this is not a very large tax plan by any means. Uh, we're talking about at best 1.5 trillion over a 10-year period, and that is, you know, in the context of a 20 trillion nominal economy, um, which is expected to be 28 trillion um, by, you know, the, the end of 2027. 
it's really not all that much, and it would be about one, about let's call it um, about one tenth of a percent to two tenths of a percent uh, boost to growth uh, on average over that period. So it's really not, it's not a, it's not a big one, um, and you know there, there may be some unintended consequences on the side here. Uh, now, in terms of policy changes, the new administration. Um, Half of respondents expected uh, immigration to have the, the uh, more sort of the greatest greatest chance of, of seeing action uh, next year, followed by uh, deregulation and repeal of the, of the ACA. Now that the latest tax plan already starts to dismantle the ACA um, by removing uh, the individual mandate. Uh, that's where they came up with about 318 billion in savings. Um, in order to kind of get this thing uh, within the 1.5 trillion that the the original uh, committee members had uh, limited the plan to, so you know overall uh, it seems it seems at this point it seems like this tax package is going to happen. Um, usually the history of bills that go into reconciliation is that about 90% of them eventually pass. Um, but that said. You know, we haven't had a reconciliation bill in a long time. Um, you know, the corporate part of the tax reform is is sort of the one that economists are, are most you know interested in because this, how much can this do for capex, uh, and which would in theory uh, increase the potential growth of the economy over the longer term. Thank you for listening to this episode on the SIFMA Economic Advisory Roundtable's end-year economic outlook. For more reports and statistics from SIFMA Research, please visit sifma.org forward slash research. On January 11th, SIFMA will host an event in New York City with New York Fed Chairman William Dudley. Chair Dudley will examine key monetary policy issues in the coming year. His remarks will be followed by a panel of chief economists. Visit sifma.org forward slash events to register and join us in person or by webinar.